Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margo Moss. We're at Ted's Frost Hop on Claiborne and Calhoun in uptown New Orleans once a week. Margo and I meet here at Ted's and we invite a member of New Orleans restaurant and food community to join us. And we invite them to bring along a plus one, a friend. We never know who the plus one is going to be. Sometimes it's a neighbor, a family member, a barber, a fellow restaurant business colleague. Well, in just a few moments, we're going to be talking with our special guest. And we are very excited to have with us tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One, uh, Sonny Park, who is involved with the, I believe, the only Korean restaurant in Orleans Parish lines, right? I think that's true. It's the only Korean, first and only yeah. Korean restaurant within the city of New Orleans. There's some in the suburbs, but the only one in the city. So while we eager, eagerly anticipate our special guest, Margot, I'm just wondering how your weekend went. My weekend was nice. It was kind of quiet, but I have not talked to you in a weeks. bit. Yeah. Weeks. I want to know how uh, your Rolling Elvi experiences went over Mardi Gras. Oh, so great. Be best, probably the best day of my eight years in New Orleans, I think, was uh, Muses Parade. That was terrific. Mm. Just magical. And then, and then the other parade, we were in Orpheus this year, too, and that would have been just as good or battery maybe even, but um, the weathermen, you know, as you knew this year, the weather people uh, cast a pail over everything. I mean, they just predicted this dire weather. And of course, in the suburbs, they canceled the parades on Tuesday, three days in advance, because it was a sure thing and never rained at all. We had a big party at our house. We had 250 people we fed at uh, Toth. Uh, we're right on the Toth route and on, sun on that Sunday. And all that, we just, I mean, that morning, I'm sitting there waiting for the rain to start and it never rained a drop. It was just crazy. But, um, Food-wise, I went to Wayfair. Have you oh, been there yet? No, I've been. It just opened a few yep. weeks ago. I've been waiting to go. What do you think? Phenomenal. Wayfair on yeah. Uh, Ferret. Yeah, I wouldn't say this lightly. It, it's like the best sandwich I've had in months. I had um, I had the uh, what do they call it the the media dia, and it was sort of like a Cuban but amped up. It had all kinds of extra stuff in it. And they home cure all the meats there. And I was sitting right in front of the curing room. So I'm looking at the salami and the hams and everything hanging there. And the decor was great and the service was great. And I, I mean, of course, I love anything on Ferret Street. It's just exciting to see it uh, booming there. And it was just a, we were good friends. It was just a great experience. Everybody oh, loved it. Excellent. I'm so excited to try it. I met the chef before they opened. And uh, he was wonderful. And uh, How'd you meet him? What was the uh, circumstances? I, it was here, uh, but I had walked across, I had, through friends, like somebody, had, one of the guests had come in for our show, uh. and uh, they were walking up and introduced us. So it was a really. Now nice I wondered, is, is Wayf Do you know is Wayfair? Is that related to another restaurant? Is that the people that run that? Is just that? I'm not sure who the owners are okay. and what what the uh, deal is. And I'm gonna have to. I'm Cause they know a what they're doing. Blank on his name, which is terrible. Okay. But I was really excited. So next next time I'm gonna come back with his name. Okay. Because we'll I could tell they have the their show. act together. I mean, it's like a lot of new places. Like you don't want to go the first couple of weeks because it ends up being a disaster. And this but one, it they wasn't. Were, no, they, I mean everything about it was perfect. So I, I thought to myself, these people have done this before. This is not right. their first uh, Well, I want to say I wanted to have him on the show when I, from meeting him okay. before I tasted his food. So I'm just telling you because I love the guy. And now that you went okay. to the restaurant, I'd love to bring him on. Oh, and I wish see. I thought of that when I was over there. I'll, I'll go back. I'll, you know, yeah, I'll be back there soon. I'll go ask. Well, I think our guests are, uh, our guests has arrived. All right. Well, we have Sunny Park. Welcome, Thank you. Welcome, Sunny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me here tonight. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. So, 
Sunny. Yes. You did not grow up in New Orleans, did no, you? No, I'm not. I'm very Where are you from? I'm from originally. I'm from South Korea. So that's the place I was born and then raised till uh -huh. um, eighth grade. And then all of our family immigrated to Hawaii, Honolulu, the beautiful place there. So we live up there, but I go to um, college in Virginia. So okay. I went to a uh, school in Virginia. And then meanwhile, my parents decided to open Little Korea in New Orleans. So that's how I end up here. Wow. Now, why New Orleans? What, what got him here? Um, that's very, I don't know. I think it's just like all of a sudden. But my dad's parents live here in, um, um, I mean, Louisiana. And then one, like, I think it's like one what year ago. What part of Louisiana? Um, I think it's like, I don't know the name of the place. But I remember my dad visit here last year after Katrina, I mean, I think 2010 or 2011, visit here for my dad's, and then they just found out that there's no Korean restaurants here yeah. in New Orleans. So, and then after my dad visit his friends here, I think there's something going on in his mind that, you know, it might be great if he opened up the restaurants here in New Orleans, but it just, you know, came true last year. Wow. So, so did he have a restaurant before? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. In Honolulu? Yes, or? in Honolulu, oh. Hawaii. Yeah. But it wasn't um, sit-down restaurants like Little Korea here, but it was more like to-go takeout restaurants. Okay. Yes. All right. To go. Okay. Yes. So he visited mm -hmm. and enjoyed the city. Enjoyed Saw so the much. niche yes. market needed to be filled. <laughs> so did you... Did he have a restaurant your whole life, or was that later in life? No, it's later, more than later in life, yes. Oh, so what did he do before that? Um, he was, in Korea, he worked in um, IRS, like Korean IRS. Really? Yes. What's it, explain what that means. Oh, I IRS, she said. Oh, IRS. He was like a tax guy. Yes, he was one of the tax guys, and he's been working at Korean IRS for almost, until we moved to Hawaii. Did he have to leave the country? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as... I know, tax collectors can be shady characters sometimes. Oh, no, my, no, my dad wasn't one of the characters. Yeah, but um, they got a chance to move to Hawaii, and then they thought educating us in America may be better for us in our dream. So they, um, my parents talk about it, and they, they finally decide to move to you know, America. So that's how we end up, you know, immigrate to yeah, America. Did they know anyone in Hawaii or they just oh, chose yeah. that? Oh, yeah, they they know. They had a couple friends in Hawaii that who had an early, you know, settle into Honolulu like 20, 10 years before. Uh -huh. But it was friends, yeah. Okay. And so did you grow up uh, around food, though, yeah. even before your father mm -hmm. was in the restaurant business? Was that... In your um, family, anybody my, cook? Or? My grandmother, she's she's very great cooker. And then always, like for um, holidays or special occasions, she always, you know, brought all the our. We are a very big family. I have like six aunts and then one uncles, either from my mom's side and then my dad's side. And always, she's the one who cooks almost like very variety food and then you know, bring all of our families and then we share the food and the time, you know, together. So we, I always grew up, you know, eating my grandma's, you know, okay, food. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And um, are there any, uh, I'm not very knowledgeable, are there any Korean holidays that 
food really revolves around? I mean, that food is part of the celebration yeah. and culture, or mm -hmm. is it just food and celebration? I think the Korean this? holiday is almost, all, um, almost like about the food. And then like Chinese New Year, Koreans, I think most like Southeast, uh, Southeast Asian country observe like Chinese New Year's together. So we do have Korean New Year, like Thanksgiving. So always we have a lot of food to prepare. So like what are some of the traditional dishes that you would prepare for New Year's? Uh, for New Year's, the, the rice cake, we, um, we read it as tteokgu. That's like you have to eat it. You have to have it on the New Year's Day. That means you're getting one year older. Yeah, okay. so very nearest morning, we bow to our elders and then uh, give them blessing and then they blessing us with, you know, giving us allowance or the money. And then we always eat the tteokguk, the rice cake soup together and then, you know, Is it celebrate. Is it soup, you said? Yeah, rice that's a soup. soup. Yes, soup. And what is that, like a patty? Is it... Um, it's it's like fried or is it, uh, no? No, it's um, the rice cake is very white... Uh, it's made with the rice, mostly rice and then some of the water contents. And then, yeah, it's um, beef broth based soup. Beef broth? <laughs> yes. It's okay, you can yeah. get it. Uh, yes. Um, Sunny is very uh, gracious to come join us tonight because she had had the flu a while back and is still <coughs> recovering. So. Uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. You can cough. You can curse. This yeah. is this is the internet. <laughs> Anything goes on our show. Yeah. Did you? Are you familiar with any of the Korean? Uh, what is the um, predominant religious or belief in Korea? Traditionally, um, it was Buddhist, but before the Joseon, the last 500 dynasty came in. The Buddhist was the um, the national religion, but since the new dynasty came in, they kind of persecuted you know, all the Buddhists. That they brought this idea of Confucianism, if mm -hmm. you guys are familiar with it. Yeah. And that after the new uh, missionary, and that they all came in. Now, like I think it's fifty-fifty, but Christian or Buddhism. Okay. But now more new religious come in, so it's more variety. But I think South Korea has great freedom for their religion so nobody touch and they even church or the religious um, organization they don't pay taxes yeah they're free for taxes or is very um, the government barely touch the um, the religious you know, organization or works so it's very freedom to you know practice whatever their religions have in mm. huh. and um, how many of your generation, I mean, I know you said you left when you were 14, but um, do you remember a lot about... Yes. Um, are, um, is your generation of kids... I mean, I, uh, I, you, you look like a kid, I'm, I'm sure. Um, do they respect, like, the culture and history of your region and, like, your friends and peers that are from there? Do you, or is it everybody wants to be American or I don't know? Is it? I think our generation, like my friends, when I talk to my friends in Korea, we're all over the world. They're more mixed. Like they want to keep good value of Korean culture, mm -hmm. which is respecting elders, you know, don't um, 
you know, keep yourself in, you know, so don't bother, you know, at any neighbor or any others, you know, like that. So That's they try nice. to work with our own Korean tradition with Americanized, you know, values. So mm -hmm. more efficient, you know, more like that. So I think we are trying to get good points from, you know, each from the Korean side and then from American culture. Mm -hmm. Good, because it's important to maintain that the heritage. And um, now you mentioned your grandmother. Mm -hmm. I uh, think I saw your grandmother in the restaurant. I believe she's beautiful. She is. She I don't, she does not speak English, does she? No. Because I, I uh, it didn't, see, yeah, I thought she may not speak English, but I cannot believe, how, now, is it inappropriate to say how old your grandmother is? Oh, no. Um, she's, Because she looked so beautiful and young. Yeah, she's 85. 85. Wow. 85. But she, she definitely did not look. And I asked someone, uh, you know, she, you're, you're she, that woman looks great. Yeah, it was your aunt, okay. And she said food has kept, kept her healthy. Mm -hmm. I want to know what, what she feels about the food she prepares and, and what, what your feelings are about that. Um, my grandmother, from, like, from my memory, she always stick with healthy diets. So for morning, she had a, this, um, the rice and then the soup, so like traditional Korean meal. But dinner, she always cut her dinner size in half if she feel overweight or not feel comfortable or like that. So, and then, um, yeah, she always prepare food with care and love, you know. Mm -hmm. So whenever I visit, you know, my grandma's house, she always asks, you know, what do you want to eat? You know, what, are you hungry? You know, and I mean, I what about grown? Your, your aunt also said she eats fresh food. Like she mm -hmm. likes things that are grown and right. seasonal. And mm -hmm. um, has she been able to do that since y'all have been here? Uh, get we try to. We try to get her, you know, the food that she uh, loves to eat. But since we are um, not very Korean ingredients are available in here in New Orleans. I wondered about that. Yeah, yeah you have to probably have to fudge a little, huh? It's very challenging to prepare, like, come with really authentic Korean food because of their lack of, you know, chance to get a Korean ingredient. What would be an example of a mm. Korean, like a some produce or something that uh, you use that you can't get here? There's couple but um, first when you need to make kimchi you need to put some ingredients into kimchi but I heard my mom and then my grandma talking that you know they've been looking forward to get uh, like some of like chili powder or some kind of that thing but they couldn't get it so mm. yeah. whenever I smell kimchi I think of <laughs> I think of grad school because the um, the apartment below us was uh, for about three years was a Korean family from Korea that just come to America for grad school. They just got in here, and it seemed like they were cooking kimchi every day. And so that's my is entire experience. Is it true that it's stinky? Yeah, <laughs> you're not saying that, but I'm. I'm. My uh, wife doesn't asking. like the smell of it. Yeah, yeah. But every time I smell it, it brings me back. You know how a smell will bring back memories. Every time I smell kimchi, I think I, all of a sudden I'm back in my apartment again. I'm a newlywed. That's why. Um, that's the, one of the reasons I was very surprised when I see a lot of customers and that they love kimchi. They ask for more kimchi and then I was very surprised because when I was in um, high school 
I didn't eat kimchi for a week if I need to go to school because I was kind of afraid. <laughs> He what didn't want to stink. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has um, the garlic, the fermented garlic and the, all that stuff. So maybe that smell is not familiar, familiar with to my friends. That it might be offensive to my friends. So I didn't eat kimchi or Korean <laughs> food for a week. And on weekend Friday night, it's my Korean <laughs> food night. Well, yeah. speaking of friends, we, your plus one has shown up. We do not know who your plus one is. Can you introduce us to your uh, sure. the mystery guest? Uh, my plus one friend here tonight is Daniel Lee. He's uh, like our manager at Little Korea. He's, ah. Yeah, and then he's doing a great job, and then he's almost like our family member. Yeah, and then he's also Korean. Yeah, he's our first, I think, almost like few first Korean that um, I, our family encountered when we came to New Orleans. Oh, so wonderful. He's very special. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. So y'all are both off of, uh, y'all are open tonight. Yes. And yeah. you, you both agreed to come join us. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We're I just honored. Came from work, <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Give you an excuse uh, <laughs> for y'all from work tonight. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, so how long have you lived in New Orleans? Uh, I was born and raised here. So All right. Yeah. I've been here since I was born. I went to Korea when I was a uh, kindergarten and like half of first grade. But that's about it. I didn't go anywhere else. Ah. Just lived here. And how did y'all, your families or y'all, you and Sonny meet? Um, I came, I just heard about a Korean restaurant that opened from my friend. And I was just surprised because there's barely any Koreans here. And so... I just went over there and I met her sister, sister. and then uh, just <laughs> after that we just talked because um, her sister Joyce, she, um, you know. You're she dating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, you're dating her sister? Yeah. <laughs> Since she started working at the restaurant? Right. Or before? Oh, oh wow. boy. Like I met her. Oh, that's risky. The, I met uh, her sister <laughs> yeah, yeah. through the restaurant. So he met my sister Joyce first and then I met him through my sister. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yep. So you're like family, but you're not quite family yet. <laughs> yeah, it so could be family soon. Yeah. <laughs> if you tr if you treat her right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Okay, so wait, you're so that's how y'all met. You met yeah, Joyce first. Through, I met Joyce, and then I met her after shortly after when she came back, came down. <laughs> Oh. oh boy. Okay, we're, this is on air. Yeah, no, I can't say this on air. I've been swallowing you, huh? You would know. Really? You would know. Not a little one like that. All right. All right. We're 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 uh. All right. I'm gonna say it on air. No, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> no, they're nope. gonna think it's something about them. Or no, it's nothing about them. It's nothing right, about okay. them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm freaking out for the moment, though. Right? That's like my okay. worst fear. Was that glass? You would, you would know it. But Was that I glass? Or? Say, yes. no, don't say it. Don't say it. Check your. Uh, be, uh, now I'm gonna be nervous. It's okay. So. No, I think it's fine. Okay. Just take small sips. Um. So, as a manager, what would you do if a you had a glass that had a customer came in and said, "There's glass in my drink"? Um, what would you do? I mean, definitely. How would you handle it? Definitely ask if I could 
give you a free appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> just let them be happy or let them forget about it. Okay. You know what? I got Guinness in LA 31. Y'all could all drink out of bottles a whole bunch of until I check. <laughs> no, you would know it. No, I wouldn't know you... it if it was that little tiny piece. I could have easily swallowed that. You would feel that. You are very no. sensitive guy. No, I take big gulps. I was thirsty. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess I'm going to know it in like a day, right? When it shreds me up. Wow. I'm okay. just freaking out. Kathy could tell you this is like my greatest fear in life is I'm going to swallow glass. Like I talk about it all the time. <laughs> I just jinxed myself. I brought it upon myself. Okay, well, let me um, get you a beer and you can drink out of a bottle. Do you like Guinness? I've got a Guinness or an LA no, 31. I don't want to drink anything else now. Alcohol is good. <laughs> really? Alcohol. No, no, dead in the pain. It I will want to burn. Feel it. <laughs> it will burn. I promise you, if you have a glass if in I your side. I'm turning red, yeah. aren't I? It freaks me out. <laughs> Let me tell you, my, if I have you two were fears. Cut, I tell you my two fears. Okay. My two fears in eating is I'm going to swallow Choking glass. Choking on kimchi and no, glass? No, And I'm going to swallow a chicken bone while I'm eating fried chicken. I'm always convinced I swallow I, I, the chicken that's bone. That's a phobia of mine, too. Yeah. You should see how I watch my anymore. son I can't eat, eat it anymore because every time I eat it, I convince myself. I start going like, oh, I feel bone. Right well, now, I'm feeling the glass. I you would die <laughs> if you swallowed a chicken bone. You won't die from Visa glass. I promise you. You sure? You would die from a chicken bone. because. Because that is like a choking hazard. It gets lodged, and you can't get chicken bones. That's why you can't give chicken bones to dogs. But you would not die from a <coughs> teeny shard of glass. I was it, supposed to get my first tattoo on Friday. I just wanted to live till Friday. <laughs> well, I think it should be a shard of glass. It should be a shard of glass. your first tattoo. I'm sweating. <laughs> i got to take my jacket off. Wow. I'm telling you, alcohol will help you. You sure? We need to get you back in the game. Okay, all right. Me, a Guinness? A beautiful... Two. Special Guinness. Wow, okay. Grant, will you, you're a... <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I punched the glass window when I was little. Oh, I did that a bunch of times. I did yeah, that here, and, then, and I did that here. And then uh, through x-ray, they told me I have four pieces of glass, but the doctor... Still in your, still yeah, in your hand? The doctor took two out, and then they're like, if you feel a pain, just come back. I'm just like, are you leaving me with two glasses in my system? They're like, it's okay, don't worry. I'm like, I got a piece of metal from when, they did a, uh, when they did a root canal. I got a piece of metal still in my gum. And I Is had it a, mercury? I don't know. And then I, I mean, had, no, it was an instrument. And then they took it, I had, a, they thought I had cancer on my forehead and they dug it out. It was all black and they were scared. And they realized it was a pencil lead that got stuck in my head from when I was like five years old. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Kid must have stabbed me with a pencil or something. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But did they take the lead out? Because that was real pencil lead. You're old. <laughs> no, not that that old. could be, uh, <laughs> that could be soaking in. Right. I'm not Ben Franklin. I mean, you know. <laughs> wow. All right. Sorry about that. I didn't. Yeah, all right. Didn't mean to make it about me, but you know, glass no, is something. Okay. No, it's okay. It's pretty serious. All um, right, we got to cut all this out, or his liability insurance no, won't be able to. No, it's it. okay. You know what? Ted's is going to have to deal with it. I would like Grant to go tell them though to to uh, take out all the mugs and clean them and check them. Something must have broken. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, we're pretty sweaty. Okay. <laughs> Am I getting all red? All right. Let's get back to the interview. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, that's a little comic Okay. Um, yes, see, he's still around. He's got glass. Your body will grow calcium around. <laughs> okay, so you grew up in New Orleans. Have you? What was your experience in the food industry that would make you qualified besides dating his sister? <laughs> Her sister. Um, I mean, I've been a server when I, like, since I was 15. Where? In New Orleans? Yes, ma'am. So I was a busboy at this place called... Royal China, which is yes. like a, the dim sum place. Fabulous. I used to be a Miss Peggy yeah, from Royal then, China, yes, okay. And then I used to be a uh, server, I mean, at a Sai Sushi Bar, which is at West Bank. 
and then also uh, in California, I was a sushi. And then also, I don't know if you guys have heard, heard of a Chopsticks Buffet on West Bank. Yeah. I was a server at that buffet area too. So. Do you speak Korean? Even, did your family grow up speaking Korean? I do, but I'm not, I don't have much vocabulary in it. So I just, I would speak like a third grader. That's he speaks excellent. No. That's, that's the I'm, one I'm point that my grandmother loves about him because he can communicate <laughs> in Korean. Oh, that's oh. sweet. But yeah, when they, so when um, you take or when you help out with ordering, like, do y'all write in Korean? Do, do no, we it's all in English. Okay. Mm. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of a manager. It's so that if I need to talk to the chefs or anything about a special request, it would have to go through me. So. I think that's the only reason, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> He's doing a good job. Yes, yes. He does a great job. Well, tell us about your menu. What are the things that you have? Like, oh. for people who are unfamiliar with Korean cuisine, what, what does it look like to order food at Little um, Korea? We do have the Little, Little Korea Chef Special. That's the one of, like, traditional Korean food. Mm -hmm. And then if we go from the bottom of the list, the very bottom, that's L.A. Galbi. The L.A. It stands for lateral because when you cut the um, the short rib, that's a beef short rib. It's like cutting not uh, cutting laterally, so we call the LA Galbi. LA Galbi. Yes, Galbi. Okay. Another thing is a uh, which is a stir fried spicy pork. So I believe in Korea they make it really spicy, but we actually don't want to scare any customers away. So we actually add a sweet touch to it more than usual. Mm -hmm. So it's like sweet and spicy. It's actually my favorite thing on the menu. And then also we do have um, spicy korichim, which is a uh, oxtail stew. I don't know. Oxtail. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, a lot of restaurants. I've never tried it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to come. I try get oxtail it. pho a lot at the pho place. That's oh, my yeah. favorite oh, kind yeah, of pho. Yeah. yeah. I don't know any restaurants that do oxtail, so it, it was a surprise to me. But um, because it's stewed for so long, the meat just kind of falls off the bone. Right. And to top it off, um, the sauce. I just pour it over the rice and eat it and it's real good it's huh. got a good kick to it because it's spicy too yeah sometimes the oxtail they'll, they'll they'll cook it so long that the bone becomes edible right it becomes like 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 mush almost do they do yeah. that in I'm, korean I'm food sure. i don't think oh, they do in korea that's why the chef does the special things to make sure it doesn't happen to be you know happen to bones you're not supposed to eat the bone no <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. okay bone in glass no bone no glass okay now um Note to self <laughs> Is there anything on the menu that you did not adapt for, um, like, is there anything that is purely Korean, like as spicy as y'all would make it? I mean, I, besides oh. it's hard to get the ingredients or... I think for the soup section, the most the soups are very traditional Korean, the broth. So, like, as I mentioned, um, dumpling soup, that's a manduku. The broth is very traditional Korean style. As the samgyetang, have you all tried samgyetang? That's a ginseng chicken soup. So, um, like Korean, we do also have a lunar calendar. And then whenever uh, the spring or the, I mean, whenever summer kicks in, we call the choboks, the first day of the um, first day of the summer. And the Korean eat this um, the chicken soup. So for the hot day, they can have a strength to overcome the, you know, the hot Ooh, day. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. So for chicken, it's not just a the chicken. They put, uh, we put like several kinds of herbs in there. And then we also put the rice, sweet, uh, sweet rice inside of the chicken. So when you, when they cook the chicken, all the good juices and then it all comes into the rice. So it cooks in it with all the like the herbs, jujube and all that stuff. So 
that's very healthy, healthy, you know, healthy dish that that also cook in the Korean traditional way. Wow. So yeah. that that's another example of where food goes along with culture. Yes. Yes. Um, the lunar cycle. That's mm-hmm. neat. Mm-hmm. So if uh, there are not. How many Koreans would you say live in, uh, let's say, Orleans or the surrounding areas? It doesn't have to be. Um, I mean, I don't want to get yelled at for being, saying the wrong facts, but to my knowledge, I think there's only about 3,000 families huh. in. In the metro I mean, area, is about a million or so, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not much. So it's not much. Like It's like if I see a Korean, either I know that person or I know their parents kind of It's like one degree of separation. If we played like the uh, seven degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon, like Have we could do it. Have you ever heard could, of that? It's a stupid. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a game, like a party American game. Like game. you try to figure out how many degrees of separation you have. Uh, to. So if we, did, if we did how many degrees of separation to Sunny Park. Kevin Bacon is. He was popular in the 80s. How old are you? I'm 24. Yeah, 24. he was before you were born. He was already <laughs> has been. But, um, Speaking yep. of uh, before y'all were born, we uh, have this uh, game that we, this part on the show where we ask y'all a question from uh, this book from the 1980s. And uh, do you need another beer, Ray? Yeah, I think I do. And would you like a, a Guinness or a LA 31? Sure. You're I'll 23. You're li- okay. And the, just grab, the, tell her to grab them. Not- book of questions. No, no, no glass for that. Out of the bottle. Out of the bottle. So we do this thing where, and you may need your beer for this book of questions. <laughs> so you pick your favorite number. Is the, Are numbers, uh, is there any numerology in Korean uh, uh, culture? Well, I think Korean people hate four. They hate four? Yeah. They, they hate number four. Number four. I think. It's Why? What is it about Ameri- number four? American people hates number six, right? Oh, that's my lucky number. Thirteen. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's okay. okay. Six Everybody. is more the Bible. Thirteen is more. Yeah. Because like Korea was under. Um, she gave you the wrong beer. It's all right. Awful. We no. you before we. <coughs> this is a local beer. We didn't bring you the Guinness, so is that all right? All right, LA thirty-one. So four is a number that y'all, um, I'm going to read number four just because y'all do not have to answer it, but this would be your question if you were not Korean and you like the number four. If you could spend one year in perfect happiness, but afterward would remember nothing of the experience, would you do so? If not, why not? But you don't have to answer it because that's a bad luck question. You know, I feel like we had that one before. Yeah, some, yeah. some poor schlep got that. Okay, so what is your favorite number? My 11. Between 1 and... Oh, okay. 11. You are given the power to kill people simply by... Th- <laughs> okay. Simply by thinking of their deaths and twice repeating the word goodbye. People would die a natural death and no one would suspect you. Are there any situations in which you would use this power? Um, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Do you, and you, well, you have to tell us. Is there any, uh... Yeah, Daniel, tell us about Yeah, who story. would you say goodbye, goodbye to? Um... And why? They don't have to be a real person, but... I guess people who, you know... <laughs> Low tippers. <laughs> yeah, if I was psycho, um... If One of my psycho. pet peeves is uh, when someone leaves his uh, turn signal on while he's driving. And he's not turning. 
That deserves so, that. Yeah. If I was so, pretty psych psychotic, then I guess I would say that. That'd oh, probably help a lot of road rage. You wouldn't have to get upset and exactly. scream and Yeah, but that's a bad one, though, because while they're driving, if that happened, then they would, like, veer off the road and kill some other uh, people. Right. they got to be, like, walking down the road. you got to follow them, wait till they get out of the car, and then do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving this too all much thought. Right, all right. We got it. So, uh, Sonny. Yes. And... Uh, I would like to know your favorite number up between uh, four, five, and two hundred seventeen. Um, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Why twenty-six? While because I'm looking at I just turned twenty-six. <gasps> oh. Congratulations! Wow, well, I don't weird. know. This is terrible. Oh. There's some. The books uh, not like this usually. Yeah. No. Would you be willing to murder an innocent person <laughs> oh. <laughs> if it would end hunger in the wow, world? Terrible. If it end hunger in the world? No. 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 I don't think I don't have any right to kill or you know damage others, even though save the majority. Everyone has Even to if they leave their blinker on, like your <laughs> manager over here? What if they're low tippers no. and they leave their blinker on? No, they leave your car no. and drop, yeah, Everyone no. has that to That is be, beautiful. Yeah. Well, then they're not innocent, though. <laughs> right? But <laughs> you're saying you don't, it does not matter if no, they're innocent or not. No, and no. Uh, I don't, it's not, it's not on my hands. And then I don't have the power or right to judge, you know, that person to, this person is so valuable to, you know, have life or this person did such bad things. So, you know, their life is not, you know, respectful or I don't think I Even I'm if it ended the most tragic thing in the world by doing that? No. Okay, great. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um There was I just I'm I'm so in awe of that sweet uh 26-year-old having such wise uh <laughs> answer. <laughs> You, on the other hand, um, well. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> you can't take it back either. No, it's yeah. all right. Well, needs a little yin and yang in the family. There needs to be yes. a little bit of uh, good cop, bad cop. Exactly. Yeah, balance each other out. She's the softy and he's the psychotic one. I know. Okay. <laughs> and is your sister as... Um, so your sister, Joyce, yes. works in the business? Oh, she did. So when my parents first opened Little Korea... Uh, she took like semester off and then she came down here and then stayed here about four months to you know help them get started and then now she went back to um, her school where is her school uh, Philadelphia oh. and then she's um, she's a pianist she's studying piano there wow. and she's very classical talented. yes classical oh. yes and is uh, does she plan to move to New Orleans after college uh. or University or I think she discussed that more with him. <laughs> well, we have an, an orchestra here, and a, uh, this oh, yeah. is a big music city. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, our orchestra is the only one that's owned by the musicians. It's oh. the only symphony owned by the musicians in America, really? I think. I did not know that. I did. Yeah, I have full trivia like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, but your aunt works with you. Your grandmother, and is your grandmother, she moved here when you opened the business, and is she staying, um, or is she? No, she's visiting us, and then, but she will uh, stay with us till around summer. Then she'll revisit, you know, Korea, and then she'll come back after a couple months. Then I think she'll be here on and off 
Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's nice to leave here during the summer because this is not the the best. best that is not as you can attest <laughs> to growing up yeah. here. Summer is the hardest time, uh, I think, mm. to enjoy the city. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that would be wonderful. What is summer like in Korea, where y'all are from? Uh, when I was when I used to live in Korea, it was very hot, but not humid as much as here. But now I visit Korea two years ago. It was rainy all day long huh. for like two months long. So I couldn't do anything but just stay in my room and then just watching raining outside. Oh, I know. Huh. So I think global warming plays yeah. a lot of part. Oh yeah. Yeah. So does your grandmother feel that the weather has changed dramatically? Would you say that she believes in global warming uh, or just... I never it, heard my grandma talking about uh, global yeah. warming. But I mean, have you ever talked to her and asked her what, what the weather was like when she grew up there? I'm curious, in 84 years, uh, how... She has know. a lot of her uh, stories because Korea was in the middle in China and the Japan and then through the World War II. Korea was colonized by Japan for 36 years and oh, then yeah. after, I mean, Korea was in the, gained independence. There after like 18, certain years, the civil war broke out. So now it's like North Korea and the South Korea. And then she went through all that, you know, wow. time period. So I think she got uh, married my grandma father when she was only 14 or 15 so back then time she didn't have you know, any choice because her parents were very frightened what if she took by Japanese army to be you know captive and then you know took her away to serve you know like Japanese army or something kind of thing so they just marry they just send my grandmother and they get her married wow <coughs> Well, I'm wondering about some more of the, um, the restaurant things. Uh, tell us, I mean, how do you make kimchi? And your, does your grandmother make the kimchi? She's supervising. She's sending, yeah, and then put some more of this, some more of this. And, yeah, so and how is it made? I mean, um, the simple, I mean, I never made kimchi by myself. I just helped my mom make kimchi. Uh -huh. So I'm not this superb about making kimchi, but... You need to salt it um, cabbage. So you need to get a good cabbage, very good cabbage, and then you need to salt it for um, at least a couple hours. So cabbage is seasoned by salt itself, but you shouldn't salt it too long, otherwise the freshness of the cabbage will die. So you're just dumping salt on it, or are you cooking With it in water. salt? Oh, yeah. water and yeah. salt. Okay, yeah, so you're soaking it in salty water. Yeah. Okay, salty water, and then you um, rinse it with the you know running water. So make sure all the salt is out of it, and then you need to make um, the season seasoning with all the chili powder and the fish sauce. You know all different kinds of ingredients into it. And then, secret family um, ingredient. Yeah, I don't call it secret because Korean they have their own way to make kimchi for their houses. So there can be more than you know one million of kimchi recipe in Korea. It's like gumbo here, huh? Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's an infinite variety of right. kimchi. Okay. Yeah. And it's just a personal preference. It's, it's not like people are keeping it. But it takes a long time. You have to ferment it yeah, and all that, right? I mean, it has to, yeah. How long, how long is that process? Um, but as, you know, like people have different preference. Some people like, uh, some people like my um, father's friends, he loves to eat fresh kimchi. 
which is not fermented. Okay. Yeah, so he just wants to eat the fresh out of the kimchi. But I love fermented kimchi, so I'm waiting like four or five days until it got fully fermented. But Daniel, he, yeah, he, he likes the fresh kimchi more. Yeah. But if you go to Korea, there's um, the restaurant that made with the fermented kimchi, fermented for like 10 years. Wow. Yeah. So that's something. 10 years. 10 years. Wait, so they'll take cabbage that has fish sauce on it, right? Wow, and you ferment it for 10 years, and that's healthy. You can yeah, eat that. Yeah, they, they um, dig a hole. They, they make I was going to say, I thought yeah. I was imagining that. I remember them burying it in our apartment yeah. complex in the, in the <laughs> yard, these glass jars. That's a, that's a perfect way to um, keep the um, temperature for kimchi to ferment it. Oh, so it's more the stable ground, under yes, the ground. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, that kind wow. of freaked my wife out they, too because they were always digging <laughs> holes in the. In the uh, yeah, they dig yeah. the hole. They put this whole like big jar into the ground and then. Right. Yeah, that's what my grandmother used to. I still remember that. You know, when my grandma said, um, "Tell my mom to go get kimchi," my grandma always run outside and then she opened the jar which buried in the ground and then she was the, you know taking out the kimchi out of the jar. Well, that'd so, probably keep her healthy too, digging those <laughs> big holes. But yeah, I we actually think the food off. is healthy. It's not the exercise <laughs> yeah. involved yeah. in retrieving yeah. the food. No, I would like to know too, though. Is um, is there any belief, medicinal or healing belief around? food besides yeah, I, mean, I think you said uh, in an email you sent you said that you said Korean food was healing food yeah. to you is the phrase you used what do you mean by that oh after living in America for like 10 years I believe I believe myself that you know I can survive without eating kimchi I thought that my, to myself but my freshman year in college I, it was my um, the final you know final exam week so I was staying school for a week I didn't eat any kimchi, any Korean food. I just had a sandwich, hamburgers, or like that, you know, stuff. On my fifth day, which was last day for my final, I was craving for kimchi. I was like, oh my God, I need to eat this <laughs> Korean food in order, in order to, you know, get good grades on exams like that. So, and right after I finished my last exam, I came home, I just ate kimchi with two <laughs> bowls of rice. And I realized myself, I cannot live without kimchi or you know, the Korean, my mom's food. So whenever I'm sick, like, you know, today, my mom always make this, um, the soup, the kimchi, kimchi soup, or the um, denjangjigae, which is a soybean paste soup. So whenever I have that I feel better, and then I always feel my mom's love, care, you know. Aww. Beautiful. Huh. Yes. Well, I can't believe we're out of time already. Oh. That's amazing. That went by so fast. I'm so glad you guys were able to come. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, so can y'all just uh, give everyone, tell everyone the name of the restaurant, your address, and right. uh, a little... You know, if you have a website or if... Uh... So our restaurant is called Little Korea, and it's located on 3301 South Claiborne. And if you guys come in, you should ask for Daniel as your server, because <laughs> I'm excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, and then we do have Facebook, so... Oh, you are on yes. Facebook. Okay. So like them on Facebook. And, I mean, even if you have no interest at all in Korean food, you have to go to Little Korea at some point, yeah. because it's, I mean... What other genre like that in the city can you say you're the only one in the whole city? Right. And right? I mean, that's amazing. Um, I mean, it's got to be 50 Thai restaurants, it's got to be 50 Chinese places, 50 <laughs> Japanese places, lots of Vietnamese, but only one Korean place in the whole city. And it's, so it's, it's divine. We have talked about your food 
before tonight. We uh, we, we love did. It. It's true. Yes. Well, it's, I, I'm sorry we got to wrap up though, Margot. Our special guest tonight at Midnight Menu Plus One was Sunny Park and Daniel. And you can find out more about Little Korea Restaurant at our website, which is itsneworleans.com. We'll be posting that very soon, our, if not already. Our show is recorded live at Ted's Frosthop on Claiborne and Calhoun in uptown New Orleans. Ted's is open seven days a week, serving first-class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer and a frosty mug if you don't get the defective uh, one. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, and, well, it's awesome even with the defective mug. It's just, is it worth it? I don't know. But um, Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris. And Brian Ruiz is our technical director. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website, itsneworleans.com. And from there, you can follow us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, sign up on our, on our mailing list. And while you're at itsneworleans.com, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One, as well as other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, Win Win, and Out to Lunch. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, thanks for subscribing. Maybe you could take a minute to rate and review us, and that helps us with other people finding us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. So we meet again here at Ted's Frosttop. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margo Moss. Good night. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.